If you are a businesswoman working to amplify your six and seven figure business from success to significance, then you know it's not just about the right strategies or the right tactics. It's more and more about high caliber people around you, your team, your collaborators, and advisors that can open doors for you and widen your reach. Welcome to your Circle of Influence podcast with your hosts, Dr. Monica Ogando and Amy Walker. Welcome back to your Circle of Influence podcast. We are excited to be here for another great episode with you. I am your co-host, Amy Walker. <laughs> I'm Dr. Monica Ogando. Can I just tell you that in my mind, I literally almost said, I am your co-host, Dr. Monica Ogando. Like, <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm Amy. I'm Amy. You're Monica. And today we are talking about organic lead generation, yes. which I am pretty passionate about. Okay. I feel like if your business is totally reliant on uh, paid advertising, you feel a lot of bumps and bruises in the way that sh- things shift in the market, so to speak, of ads, because ads have a market. They have times where they're more expensive, times where they're less expensive, times when Facebook changes something and now all of a sudden your ads go to crap and you're just, you're really reliant on somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've seen too many people get burned with their paid ads. And I, and I do paid ads. I'm not saying I don't. I'm just saying it's one piece of my puzzle. It is not my whole pie. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, what I love about organic lead generation also is that it feels authentic, Mm -hmm. um, even though it may not necessarily have, and I, and I, listen, I realize this, it doesn't have the reach that paid, uh, lead generation does. That's, that is true, but it is the most sustainable one. It is more long-term. It is more authentic to you and the relationships that you build and how you put your thought leadership and your intellectual property out there. And, it's like building the foundation of a house because by the time that you've built these little pieces of organic lead generation that yes, it takes some time and it, and it takes some consistency, but you can literally come, you know, we talked in an earlier episode about visibility being dangerous. You could literally just hang back a little bit in terms of your visibility and, and then come back and that organic, those organic vehicles that you've put in there will be there waiting for you because mm-hmm you've put like, for example, I'm thinking of your YouTube channel, Amy, there, there are, you could just go away and not publish another YouTube episode again, but there's a body of work that you've built there that now when people go looking for particular business tips or strategies and they find you, then they know where to go look for more. And that that doesn't require more time out of you because you've built that. Yeah. You know, the funny thing is I think about ditching that YouTube channel at least twice a year. The the reason why I don't though mm-hmm. is because when I started that YouTube channel, I I it eased my content creation so much because all I do is film once a quarter, mm-hmm. I film 12 YouTube videos, and then those get transcribed and then they get chopped up into all of our social media content that we put out across all the platforms. Mm-hmm. And they get transcribed into the articles that we release. Like it's just made my life easier in so many other ways. Oh, um, but there are two things that I really hate doing that people would think I actually like doing. I hate mm-hmm. them. 
I hate having to take pictures for social media. That's like a punishment mm. to me. And um, I hate writing the scripts for YouTube. Like mm-hmm. once I get to the point where I'm ready to film them, I'm good. But mm-hmm. the writing of them, I'm like, I hate YouTube. I want to quit. <laughs> it's half a day once a quarter and it makes me want to quit. It's four once times a year. Quarter. Yeah. Four times a year. I decide I want to quit YouTube. And then the very next day I go and film them. And I'm like, YouTube is fun. And now I don't bad. have to write. Now I don't have to write any content for the next three months. It's yeah. great. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, that half a day of script writing, not my fave. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, well, but it's it's kind of like going to the gym, right? It's like, okay, this is lactic acid when you're doing squats. But then when you when you do it consistently enough, th- those bikini days, man, <laughs> all right? <laughs> Being able to bend down and pick up your kids and not and not break something, that's, that's very useful. Yeah. So, all right. So let's talk about some of our favorite lead generation strategies that are organic. I particularly, so I just, I already mentioned one. I mentioned your YouTube channel. I, I don't mind video. I know that we do this podcast on audio version only. Um, I don't mind video and I don't mind audio. It's the preparation that mm-hmm. I, right. To your point about scripting for half a day, et cetera, et cetera. So, but I have learned from you, oh, wise one the queen of batching, that when you put it all together like that and you get it all done in one day or in one weekend or whatever the case may be, it feels so much better. Mm-hmm. Like the thing that gets me through the discomfort of having to prepare and script and write and do all this all this work and go through it for that one day a quarter is the feeling of relief and achievement that I get on the other side. Yeah. <laughs> right? Um, so I like, I like the YouTube strategy. I don't know much about you know, keywords and SEOs and things like that. Um, in social media, it lives more briefly. Like when you do mm-hmm. Facebook lives or when you do stories or when you on Instagram or when you do reels, et cetera. Um, you know, the timeline feed is a little bit. Uh, yeah. You got like two days. It's going to be yeah. alive for two days. And then it's going to kind of die. Whereas YouTube yeah. lives forever. That's right. So that's, that's what I find attractive about it. The other part, the other lead generation strategy that I really enjoy is doing participating in summits, either hosting them, although that's a lot of work, as you know, because you do your quarterly acquire mm-hmm. um, or participating as one of the guest experts, because then what you're doing is that you're you're not paying for other people for the leads. You are actually just sharing them with other people that you're sharing the virtual mm-hmm. or physical stage with. And I really like that. Yeah. So I want to. Before I share what my favorite organic legion strategies are, I want to actually talk a little bit about the strategy behind organic legion. Um, First of all, I think this needs to be said just because I know we do have some people who are like brand new newbies that listen to the show. Mm -hmm. Organic lead generation is anything that's not paid ads for the (laughs) sake of this conversation. The first most important thing is that you got to stack your organic lead gen strategies. You're not going to get all your leads in one place. So mm-hmm. you can't say, well, I'm just going to do, uh, I'm just going to run summits and that will give me all the leads that I need. Because what happens is some, most summits will perform the way you think they're going to. And then you have the outliers that they either are outliers because they're amazing and they perform more. And then you have the ones that suck and you're like, holy mackerel, that was terrible. And I don't know why, because I did everything that I was supposed to do. Mm -hmm. So you do not want to have all your eggs in one baskets, because if that one thing goes wrong, then your whole business is in a, in a tizzy trying to recuperate. Mm -hmm. So you want to stack your strategies. Also, this is going to help you be able to consistently get higher lead volumes per month. So 
I have clients who get, you know, consistently 400, 500 leads per month through their organic lead gen, but they stack them. So what they'll do is they'll say in January, I'm going to do an, I'm going to host an expert summit. That'll bring me 300 leads in February. I'll do, um, uh, and they stack, well, they stagger their big lead gen sources. So the things that are going to bring you high volume of leads are going to be like expert summits, giveaways, Mm -hmm. uh, doing a vendor booth at, at an event, um, speaking in front of large groups. And so you have, I would recommend every month that you have one of those like high volume lead gen strategies in play, Mm -hmm. and then you stack it with the consistent smaller providers. Mm -hmm. So for example, my YouTube channel brings me a certain amount of leads per month, every month, it's around 25 to 50. Um, And so every single month that's going to come in and it's going to bring stuff in. I don't don't have to think about whether that's going to happen or not. Another consistent one that we did earlier on was we would do a JV webinar every single week and they consistently bring in, if you get the right partners to do this webinar with you and the partners promote, you're going to consistently bring in somewhere between 25 to 50 new leads per week. And so we just did one every Tuesday. And, um, and so that would bring in about, you know, 150, 200 leads per month. Mm -hmm. And, then, you know, we would look at, okay, I also, every time I speak to a new audience, I bring in about 50 leads. So now I'm going to speak one or two times per month. And so you just kind of stack them up and you say, these are the things that I want to do. This is about how many leads I bring in each time. And then you balance out your month to month and you have to plan in advance. Yeah. The biggest challenge that people have with their marketing is they wake up on, you know, April 1st and they're like, okay, it's April. I need some sales. So that means I need some leads. So what am I going to do to get some leads? And then they go out there and they start trying to hustle for leads. But the reality is April is going to be your production month. Those leads aren't even going to come in till May, mm-hmm. right? The stuff that you're working on right now, it's not it's not going to j- bring in the leads for a few weeks at best. Yeah. It'll be a month later. And mm-hmm. so that planning ahead, so that's my two biggest pieces of advice is stack your strategies so you're not trying to get all your leads in one place and then plan ahead a year. I have my marketing's planned a year in advance, you guys. Yeah. Like you can ask me, what are you doing in September? And I can't tell you, but I can look it up. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. I don't remember right now, but I can look at, I can go look at the document. I can be like, oh, in September, we're doing this, 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 and this. Mm-hmm. And it should bring in this many leads total, which is enough leads to hit our sales goal. Right. So Having said that, are there things that I like better than others? Yeah. Um, Live speaking is the fastest converting and it's my favorite by far. I don't, however, do a lot of it because I don't like traveling and I don't like to be gone all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, I really love, I love collaborative marketing. So whether that is an expert summit or um, uh, we're doing a giveaway and we're going to partner up with 10 other businesses and we're all going to give something away in the giveaway. And then we're all promoting or a joint venture webinar. Like I, I love collaborative marketing and I would, I, every time I think of a good idea to do the next follow-up thought is who could I do that with? Because if I do it on my own, I'm going to have to work harder. If I do it with somebody else, we're going to get twice as many leads. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Another, here's one that I just think is underutilized, uh, but LinkedIn events. Now, 
if you are not on LinkedIn and you're like, oh, I'm going to go do a LinkedIn event because Amy said these are hot, it's not going to work for you. But there's so many people that are on LinkedIn using the platform, but they're not using the events. And I think those are the people that are missing out. Mm -hmm. So LinkedIn events will let you invite 1,000 people to your event every single week. Mm -hmm. So if you like, we've got, I think I probably have 12,000 connections on LinkedIn. um, And I can invite if I had three months to promote an event, I could invite all 12,000 of those people, right? Because every week I can find a new thousand. Now here's the difference between LinkedIn events and Facebook events. LinkedIn actually shows it to people. So Mm -hmm. they, it, it almost shows up looking like an ad and it looks really good. So you get a good percentage of people that RSVP to that. Mm -hmm. Now, Here's my last caveat with events and then I'll move on because you guys are probably like, why is she so in love with LinkedIn events? I just really, they're really helpful. You guys, they're really good. So what happens is people RSVP, but they don't actually go register. So then you do have to go back. Here's the the next step. You have to go back to all the people that RSVP and say, hey, so excited to have you at the event. Here's the link. Make sure you get registered. Mm-hmm. I would say, no, we don't ever run 12 weeks in a row promoting an event, but we do like two or three weeks in a row and we will get 80 leads off of LinkedIn. Like these are people that we now have their names, emails, their phone numbers that we did not have before and we didn't pay for them. So if you think about how much it costs you to get 80 leads from Facebook ads, like that's a pretty good little strategy that you can work into your organic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. These are all great. Tips. I hope you guys are taking notes because I was. <laughs> So like, this is one of her areas of expertise. So I'm like, let's let Amy run with it. Yes, absolutely. Well, and can I, can I put in a little plug for Acquire? Yes. So if any of you are like, I, I definitely need more of these. Um, I host a two day workshop every month called Acquire. And I actually go through t- about 20 different organic lead generation strategies in that event mm-hmm. and show you like how many leads they can produce, how um, quickly those leads convert. Um, and so we, we really help you to stack and build up that event. And Monica trains at it every month. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's a good place. Good place to be. Good place to be. We're going to put the link on the, to acquire on the show notes. Awesome. All right. So um, we would love to hear from you. What are some of the organic lead generation strategies that you have tried that have been successful, which ones have not, and you want to tweak um, so that we can share some best practices in the comments and in the, in the community and, you know, a rising tide raises all boats. So uh, we always leave us a comment. Thank you so much for downloading our episodes. Thank you so much for following us on social media. You can find it, uh, Amy at Amy Walker Coach on Instagram and myself at Monica Ogando on Instagram. And we will see you next time. Thanks, everyone.